Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. All right, well, a couple weeks ago, we had that wonderful podcast. We're like, hey, you know, we're going to be in the new building when we record our next podcast. It's going to be wonderful, but I should have known by opening my mouth what I did was invite into our lives the mischievous sprites that go and ruin construction projects. Happen chance. So now, the one thing I promised is we'd be in our new building, and if we weren't, I said we would quote-unquote do it from the parking lot. So here we are in the parking lot of 1755 <laughs> Stump. Four people in the official vehicle of Midwest Family Wellness, which is a Dodge Grand Caravan, <laughs> which is what pretty much everyone in our practice drives, every, all the staff members drive. It's just a wonderful it, vehicle. This kind of looks like an episode of Carpool Karaoke. <laughs> it really does. What it looks. Except we're not driving around. Yeah, so we're just driving us. It's, we're it's just Carpool Karaoke. We're just four people suspiciously in the back of a van that's turned on but isn't moving and doesn't have Thank a Thank goodness our... our Windows aren't shaded. I know. (laughs) They are. They're tinted up, bro. We need privacy, guys. I guess everybody else's kids have this thing where they take the window blocker down, and then they complain that the the sun's shining in their eyes. We had that for two seconds with Landon and Chandler. They broke them immediately. It wouldn't stop touching them. I know. My son's too. So now, now UV rays. (laughs) (laughs) Since you get UVB. That's right. Learn your lesson. So we thought we would go over this podcast from the point of view of the car driver. And so we're gonna cover three topics for people. Uh, Dr. Brad is gonna cover how to not be in pain and stuff you should do during long road trips. Cause uh, someday COVID will be over and it'll be road trip season. Mm-hmm. And when you go into a town that you're not from, people won't shun you like you've got the plague. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we yeah. want you to be prepared for that. Like pretty much all this is gonna be over and it's gonna be summer. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, people are like, oh, they're gonna jump in the car and it's just gonna be a disaster. Dr. Matt is going to cover your posture, how he wants your spine to look while you're sitting, driving your vehicle. And then I am going to talk about uh, one of my favorite topics to scream about, which is whiplash and its recovery in the car accident. So a car accident themed podcast uh, from a car van. Do you think this has been done before? No. Do you think it has? Probably not. I mean, the only way we could follow this up is if we did other podcasts from those areas but what else do we talk about that well there's a we still have our porta potty porta potty still the here site, yeah so we can hey, do one you, about yeah porta potty use to the bathroom. if you need to pee porta-potty. by our new building that porta potty is going to be leaving here in the next couple of weeks so you better come yeah. do your job it's right there on the road right it's right there on the road here when we do you can next, hear cars if it's here the next time we do a podcast I will do the podcast from the porta johnny i wouldn't want that on my worst enemy dr fink well i'm not your worst enemy but i'm willing to do it all right. Okay. So, Doctor Maurer, want you? Uh, well, I was, was going to let Doctor yeah. Matt oh, go. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't want to step on Doctor Matt's toes. He's doing the podcast. Like you did with the grilling him. episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he straight up just took it. Nobody remembers that. I don't Are you that. took it? I. I. Who was supposed to talk about I grilling? I was the person. I steal everybody else's topics. I never talk about what I'm supposed to talk about. That's a part of the show everyone enjoys. Like, oh, what's Doctor Matt going to talk about? Nobody knows. Certainly not what we. Because it's never the right thing. It's certainly not what was in the production notes. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. All right, so uh, Dr. Matt, you lead us off then. So let's talk about the posture when we're getting into the car. A lot of people just slide in. But really, you should be going butt first. Oh, perpendicular? Perpendicular, that's right. Holy cow. You should be approaching 
you should be backing it into the seat and then tightening your core and swinging your legs oh, gently underneath your oh thing. Oh, my God. That people is just, not what I do. Um, yeah, a lot of people just half and half, right? Yeah, I do. It's a hazard, that. Yeah, you open the door. You have 85 things in your hands. Yeah. You reach over. Yeah. You put your coffee down. Plop in. And you an plop angle. in. Yeah. And you're like, huh, huh. <laughs> And you, you grunt. It's like, oh, I finally made it to this. You hit your head this on this device. The... Yeah, that's right. Yep. So you really want to be careful when you're getting into a car because you can actually injure yourself. And when we talk about micro trauma, how many times do you get in and out of your car? A lot. And you know, if you're if you're getting in another car right before the day starts to drive to work mm-hmm. to get out, that's four times right there. And then if you forget something, you walk out to your car. Anyway, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things to kind of. Look at how your posture when you're getting into the car. Tighten your core. Make sure your shoulders are back. When you go to sit down, every car is different. And if you have more than one driver in your car or that takes the car, you got to check your mirrors and your rearview mirror. Because depending on how it is, you will stretch or compress your spine depending on where the mirrors are located. So you just want to make sure that you can see those without being too out of a line or straight makes a lot of sense dude yeah um when we look at where our hand placement is on the wheel 10 and 2 or 9 and 3 10 and 4 9 and 3 10 and 2 what i say 10 and 4 man Where's people four are gonna wreck their cars all over like this yeah um <laughs> now now people recommend four and yeah eight four and eight four and eight yeah. what yeah because four and airbag. eight yeah because of the airbag 10 and 2, it blows your arms yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's really what happens. Right. Uh, I but, hope it's not. But no. Uh, yeah, I do hear yeah. the... Uh, wow. Yeah. It's fantastic. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so we want to be careful where we're putting our arms. And obviously, 10 and 2, if you have an airbag, put them at 4 and 8. The other thing is when we talk about upper back posture and low back posture, we want the seat to be comfortable to help support your spine. And the how many curves? The three curves that we have looking laterally from your spine or from the side. So the neck curve, the upper back curve, and the lumbar curve, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? A lot of times in our cars now, we can increase or decrease the tension from the low back. And right. so you want just a little bit of a support guy, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be leaning too far backwards. So really, the perfect posture would be Tighten shoulder blades, relax, roll back your shoulder blades as you're gripping the mm-hmm. wheel at four and eight. Somebody should invent a th- contraption that comes up over your seat and grabs your clavicles and pulls you back. You mean the... It pins your shoulder blades. Right. Until you go to the car. I think that's what a strangler does. <laughs> <laughs> no, they go for the throat. In the car. I mean, you gotta check your back seat, bro. Huh? You gotta check your back seat, bro. I already did. Is there anybody We're there? in his You guys are in it. Oh! You guys are in the way back seat. This is middle Oh, back. the way, way back. Yeah. You guys are in with the older kids. That's their area. This is a this cool kid's spot. What's oh, that? I cool be kids. Yeah. yeah. You're in James's spot and you're in Jackson's Actually, spot. my spot's right. In the yeah. middle. That's true. In the middle. Kim, sometimes Jamie comes to the office with the with this car and we take Dr. Matt out once a year for his, his birthday. His birthday. And all the boys' birthday because they're all, all of my sons and Dr. Matt were all born in like the same month. And we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and then we go to Barnes and Noble, and Matt rides right there and there between James and Jackson, <laughs> and he makes their life a living hell. It's hilarious. Wow. When they were little, it was funny. Now they're all almost the same size. It's pretty great. Yeah, James is huge. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's six foot two. Wow. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this Sorry. would be a, a really important podcast for James to listen to. Yeah. As All these young people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As he begins, Dr. Uh, driving or, you know, no, no okay. stuff. Thank so, you very much. Yeah. No problem. Glad right. to be of service. And now, Dr. Maurer wants to talk about stuff that we can do on road trips. The, yeah. the road trip is the quintessential American summer experience. You know, if you go to our friends in Europe and you drive for an hour and a half, you're in a different country. You drive for two hours, I mean, who even knows where you are? But here, if you drive for an hour and a half, you're in Colombia. <laughs> like it's nothing. You're not even halfway across the state, you know? And so road tripping, and this is Missouri, you know, you go to Texas, Arizona, then you can drive for a very a long time in a straight line and not. So road tripping, really has set itself aside as an American experience. Oh, yes. Well, other yeah, than, oh, yeah, other yeah, than 2020, trips. where we only made one trip to see my family in Ohio, right? normal years, we at least, usually about four times we make yeah, that man. trip. It's about Holidays. a six and a half, seven hour trip. And so I'm going to share a few things that, that I try to do, and a little bit building off of what Dr. Matt just talked about. The first one is my favorite thing to do, and it has to do with the lumbar curve Dr. Matt was talking about, mm-hmm. and that's to do seated pelvic tilts nice bro nice because yeah when we're driving especially for a long period of time even if we have a pretty good seat we tend to see that that curve going the opposite way mm-hmm. we sl- kind of slouch down we have a, a negative lumbar curve right so what i do i try to remember this about every 20 minutes is to do what i call a pelvic tilt seated pelvic tilt where you rock that pelvis pelvis forward create a big lumbar curve tighten those muscles only, only hold that position for about a second or two, relax. Do that about 15 to 20 times, and then continue that whenever you think about it. I try to do it about every 20 minutes or so. And all these tips there for the driver and all the passengers? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially the driver, because they don't tend to move around as much. I think as a passenger, you kind of switch positions, and that's another important thing to do if you're a passenger. Right. Try to switch those positions. and. So that's a big thing, doing those seated pelvic tilts. It's really it. If you're in the office and you want us to show you how to do that, we can do that. Resetting the muscle spindles, man, or muscle, and it's really it. And kind of along those lines, also what Dr. Matt was talking about, be conscious of tension levels. You know, I I feel like, especially if you're in a lot of traffic, we start to feel those shoulders going up towards your ears. Absolutely, man. Our head starts going towards the windshield, and we may Mm. not even realize it, so... I know sometimes it's kind of crazy, but if you're just cruising down the highway, not a lot to worry about. Think about it. Relax those shoulders. Bring that head back and kind of get that posture back that you should have. So those are two big things. The other thing I have is making sure you take some breaks. Mm-hmm. I know we all want to get to where we're yeah, going right. as quickly as possible. We right. can, like, time ourselves to see how long it takes. Right. But, you know, if you're going over a couple hours... That's that's too long. You got to so get out of the car. It doesn't have to be a huge long break. Pull over somewhere where mm-hmm. you can, hop out, do some stretching, do some walks, right? Get warmed up. Mitigation. Like yeah. you can't undo it. You have to mitigate it as it comes in. Nice, bro. Nice. And then one other thing is if you do have someone else with you, especially if let's say you're going over that six and a half, seven hours, if you're going on a 12-hour trip, mm. don't try to be the hero. If you have someone else with you who is capable of driving, let them drive for even if it's mm-hmm. just for a few hours of the trip. That's easier said than done. Yeah. But yeah. It is. But see what you can do. Yeah. I feel like you maybe have a problem with this. I do. I have a yeah. problem with anybody doing anything that I can do. But that, yeah. that's just driving. Okay. It's just my problem in general I have to work on. Right. Well we're, that's a different 
Self discovery is in order, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I acknowledge it. I we could maybe talk about this next. Yeah, I mean, we I'm do doing pelvic tilts the whole session. time. What if the other person who maybe would like to take a turn driving hasn't been doing pelvic tilts? I'm saving their life. Yeah. So I make sure Hopefully I always don't tell anybody this. that I'm doing pelvic tilts. No. <laughs> How much of this do you think translates over into people who now only commute to their desks or to their home? A hundred percent. Chair. A hundred percent. I mean, because a lot of people now, oh, they yeah. don't drive anymore. Like, they're working from home, and they will be for a while. Really, the same, the same, like, when you get in your chair at work, do you plop down, or do you tighten your core and secure your seat right. in a way that prevents injury? Right. And do your pelvic tilts. Yeah, pelvic tilts. Yeah. Keep that head back away from the yeah, screen. Ten and two. That's really it. Like Relax that is shoulders. such a big deal. Relax. Such a big deal. Relax the shoulders, especially your mouth shoulder. Yep. Yeah. That mouth shoulder is on something. Mm. We're seeing so many. How many wrist injuries have you guys seen this year? Or this this last year? So many more than we've ever seen before. Up to mm -hmm. the forearm. And I mean, yeah. Elbow I've adjusted so many wrists, which is great because that's a fun joint to assess and fix. It provides a ton of relief. But man, we've seen a lot. Okay, uh, what I want to talk about is our favorite thing, which is whiplash. And uh, whiplash and its concomitant um, injury symptoms are something we very rarely talk about and we very often yell about because it's an absolute disaster uh, sometimes how that thing gets managed. So just so we're all on the same page, whiplash is what happens to your spine, to your neck, and the tissues therein when your body accelerates and then decelerates. <laughs> That force that goes in your body goes to the highest freely movable thing. So your whole body's fixed down except for your neck. The problem is that your neck is where all the tubes that come from the command center cross the bridge of the neck and go into your body. So your brain's up there running the show and the heart's pumping blood to him and the nerves are coming down and the carotid arteries are there and you're breathing. You have all these really important fluids, you know, and substances passing through your neck, but your neck is not restrained. And so what happens is that sudden acceleration and then more importantly, the rapid deceleration is what causes the ligaments of the neck to deform. Now, when we talk about deformation, we have two words that we love to say. One of them is hysteresis and the other one is creep. And so hysteresis is how much a tissue will deform or lengthen against its will. And now in humans or mammalian tissue, that always occurs along with the loss of heat. It's really interesting, a dystrophic reaction. Creep is how far that ligament will move and stay moved, how much you can load it. So if you have your knee and you apply a 10 pound weight to your foot, you know, how, how much will that knee allow you to change its shape with that 10 pounds? Whether if you had 20 or 30. A great way to think of it is if you take your finger, hold your hand very still, Take your finger and point it up as far as you can, right? So you're holding your hand, let's say, flat to the ground. Take your finger, your pointer finger, and point it up. And you can go only so far, right, without moving your hand. Then you have a friend come along and gently push up on that finger. If they start pushing up too far, make sure you're ready to kick them. But if they push up, you'll notice that there's, a, there's an area that your friend can take your finger that you can't get on your own. We call this the paraphysiological space, and that is the space between where your muscle tendons, in this particular case, the extensor carpi radialis longus, between how far that muscle and tendon can take you and where the joint will actually stop. If you go past that, then you have hysteresis kicking in and you deform the ligaments. Now, it is the ligaments that give our spines shape. 
you can have a bag of bones. It doesn't do anything until you apply ligaments to those bones. In this particular case, the posterior longitudinal and the anterior longitudinal ligaments define what the neck is going to look like. And in cases of whiplash, you have hysteresis of those segments or of those areas. Now, here's what makes me crazy. When you deform a ligament, it goes through three phases, an inflammatory phase, a repair phase, and a remodeling phase. And those phases can take up to 12 months to get back to normal. If you've ever hurt your ankle, and then once the ankle pain goes away, you still have a really sloppy ankle. That is creep and hysteresis being present in your ankle. If you go on WebMD right now, and you Google whiplash, third paragraph down, first line, luckily, whiplash goes away on its own. That's what they're saying. Ice, gentle massage for treating really? whiplash. Wikipedia says that? It go, no, Wikipedia doesn't say that, Kim. WebMD oh, says Web that. WebMD says that? Okay. Kim, they are literally saying, don't worry, the symptoms go away, and that means that the thing goes away. And this is what's wrong with medicine. Oh, it went away. Okay, your neck joint is still as sloppy as can be. You're going to develop osteoarthritic change because those joints aren't, are, are hypermobile. They're not designed to move like that. You need to have therapy done to correct that curvature or excess or loss or, 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 or insufficient joint play. It doesn't matter if you're if you're in pain or not. I mean, sure, it matters. But in terms of like long term health, you need to make sure that thing is working correctly. And that's what drives me absolutely insane. The absence of symptoms is not an indicator of health. But they're saying it right there in front of God and everybody on WebMD. Oh, hey, bro, no symptoms. You must be fine. And it's not. That's just not the case. So anyway, the point that I want to make is if you have had whiplash or an injury, please go get checked out and please understand that it takes a long time to fix ligaments and it takes diligence. But that's because the ligaments are what allow you to stand up on two legs. So anyway, that's whiplash for you. Um, there's a lot of people here that are coming into our parking lot right now. That's, I don't know who that guy is, but I don't like him. Is that Brian Stewart? <laughs> I think it might be. It looks like him. I love that guy. What are you sure. doing? So there's a bunch of people here. They just pulled uh, in. Now he's going to call my dad. That's your dad. Oh, here's another guy. I don't yeah. know who this guy is. Oh, he's another one's your dad. I wonder if all these people know that there's like fifth, there's four people in a minivan looking at them. They're <laughs> going to freak out if something happens. Now there's two guys here. Well, I wonder what they want. They look official. They do. They're going to call that. Maybe they're here to install something. It's probably what's going on. Okay, we are back. I'm so sorry about that. I had to go deal with somebody outside the vehicle, which is another fun part about being in a tinted vehicle, is that nobody can tell there's four people staring at them from six feet away. And that's the joy of the Grand Caravan. Uh, the tinting worked. I think we found out. It did. Yeah. Now that Dr. Matt's got his sunscreen up, I notice he's a lot more happy. Huh? So, anyway, that is our car episode, and um, we don't have any more automotive episodes, but this actually is good information, especially if you have a friend who has had whiplash or been in a car accident, hasn't gotten checked out, you know, go get that checked out. The absence of symptoms, and I've screamed about it before, but it's something you really need to look at. That's it. Dr. Maurer? Uh, just one more bonus tip, and that is the, that I kind of forgot earlier. Oh, Make God. sure you're drinking water on your trip. People get oh, dehydrated, gosh, dude. Great one. Dehydrated so bad on long Absolutely. trips. Absolutely. And the other kind of thing that will happen from that is that you'll have to get out and uh, stretch to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So twofold there so make sure you're drinking water on your trips as well that's all i have amazing 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 okay dr fink i got nothing i feel like we covered everything we and, have uh, it. nice and easy be, concise like yeah, you wanted i feel like this is uh really concise uh, i'm gonna stop drinking out we did a good job kim i'm good 
Kimmy didn't say really anything this whole time. No, you guys had all the information. Is your arm tired? Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, I hope by the time you guys hear this, we'll be right on the very verge of moving in. So we got delayed about two weeks, but it's gonna it's happening. So uh, we're really excited, really, really excited to finally be able to, to sh really show you what we can do as a staff. And, and uh, it's, you should be pumped up. Everyone should just be pumped up, except the people that listen in, like, Bulgaria and yeah, you can't. Madagascar you and can't other come places. And see us. Maybe, Hopefully maybe 2022. Yeah, I mean, we can Skype them. Right. All right. Anyway, so for uh, Kimberly and for Dr. Matt and for Dr. Brad, I am Dr. Fink, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.